Hey guys, Dennis here with Revog Games. I'm joined by Joshua Vayers, all the way in South Africa. Yes, and we know it's been a while since our, our last episode. Time, it's yeah. been, I think, almost two months, but a lot has happened in those two months. I mean, I know on my side, one, we launched our VR game, Riff XR. So we launched that in July, um, and now it's available for free on Steam. So you guys can check it out if you have a VR headset. Even if you have Quest, you can do it through your PC if you have a good enough PC and play it there. It's free to play. You can download it. Just look it up, Riff XR. So we launched that, and so we've been dealing with all of that and like, you know, uh, upgrading the game and updating because it's still in early access. So we have a lot of things that one we need to fix and also stuff we need to add to it um so we've been doing that and then i know i'm on my own side like i've been shooting uh my short film which i shot four days out of the five days that i needed and i know that took a lot of my time and energy and then in josh i know you were busy with a lot of what like voice voice acting and voiceover yeah, work actually one gig i can talk about now because uh, like it's actually officially over which is i did this um chinese educational children's show Mm-hmm. Like, um, yeah, I was like a school teacher teaching this little class of fireflies all about bugs and anatomy and stuff. It was an inter- interesting little project that kept me busy, though, dubbed that. And then I also uh, booked I just recently booked another job, which is why I've been busy. Can't talk about that one, but mm-hmm. it's animation. Nice. Super exciting. I actually think like it's the first like really like gritty, like voice acting work I got to do. That isn't just me like trying to do a corporate trying to sell you something kind of voice. Mm-hmm. You, you do that for three years, it, get, it kind of kills you. So it's nice. I've been I've been real busy with uh, voice acting on the dubbing side, which I never thought I'd get into dubbing, you know, but here yeah. I am, man. Yeah. Yeah. World uh, career paths take you all kind of different directions. Yeah. yeah. And stuff. It's, it's been it's been good. Like it's the same work I do from home. Technically, the work I do from home does get paid better, but mm-hmm. this is more consistent. You know what I mean? Which therefore is more money in long term, if that makes sense. Yeah, uh, and then I'll probably update uh, people on my short film. It's called Best Bros mm. Forever. Yeah. It's a it's a dark comedy. You can check out the Instagram or check out my Instagram, uh, Dennis.tzng, and I'll, I'll update more as we go along. But that's kind of the reason why we, we haven't had an episode because every time like I had time, you didn't have time, or you had mm. time, I didn't have time because we're both so it's been real so tricky, busy. Yeah, yeah. But finally, you know, I've I shot the majority of my short film. We've launched the game now, Riff XR. So things are, you know, a little more stable. I mean, still, there's a lot of stuff to do. But anyways, let's talk about games. We missed, not missed, but like there's some big stuff that we kind of missed. We'll talk about the, the whole Microsoft winning the Activision Blizzard case. We'll talk about that later. But we, we've got so much big games that have come out. Now it's crazy to oh, think yeah. since the last time we talked, now Starfield, by the time this comes out, it's literally hours away. And plus, people have already paid or upgraded the pre-orders and have been playing the game for a few days now. Um, Cause if you had upgraded to like premium or whatever version they had, like I'm not talking about the game pass version, but like if you upgrade to whatever, then you would have gotten uh, early access to, to the game and had already been playing Starfield. And I know some of the reviewers that had gotten a couple weeks ago have already finished the game and are, are, are like continuing on. So let's talk about that first, because that is, you know, I, I would say I, from from what I'm hearing, it's not the best game of the year, or at least because it's very it's been a positive to mixed response to it. But it's definitely the most talked about game of the year, I would say. Right. 
just because oh, of where, sure. where where it stands in the whole you know Xbox versus PlayStation battle whatever also PlayStation doesn't really have any big games coming out this year so Starfield is definitely like the one that Xbox need, really needed and I think from the response it did most of what it needed to do but I guess it wasn't I guess it wasn't the game changer groundbreaking game that people were expecting it's just yeah what you were if you are a Bethesda game fan like if you like the Fallout series you like the Elder Scrolls series you got that in space you know obviously with some you know more freedom to do other stuff like the ship customization and building your your um your bases and whatnot but in general from what i hear it's like this is a really good bethesda game but that's what you're getting you're not getting anything new you're not getting anything different from from what you you should expect and i think maybe some people were disappointed by that and i think some people were expecting it to be like this big you know, industry changing game, but I don't think that's what it is. Uh, what, what's your take on the response to it? Right. So yeah, <clears throat> mixed reviews for sure. Some people are hailing it as a 10 out of 10 game. Yes. Some people are, are, are saying the exact opposite. That's why I can see why it's getting, why I could see why IGN gave it a seven, you know, I mm -hmm. think a seven might be a bit low. Yeah. At least probably. what I've seen so far. You know what I mean? Cause here's the thing, like all, I, I've watched so many reviews that I just watched video game donkeys review and his review was him reviewing the reviews. He was like, I'm going to base my review off of other people's reviews. Just so people just can't get upset at his own take on it. And it is interesting to look at all the complaints people make. Oh, sorry. <laughs> there is a lot of them that are fair that they uh, that people make. Yeah. But at the end of the day, every single streamer and uh, person I know that's like played more, most of the game, they said, there is so much to offer in this game. Like the the the, the scope of this game is massive. The amount of like um, side quests and quests and like you're going to like the nitty grittiness of the RPG. It's there. That's what I'm excited for. I know that there are going to be bugs. It's Bethesda. Sk Skyrim is hailed as one of the greatest games of all time. We buy it every freaking 10 years. The game every mm -hmm. anniversary that game when that game came out, there were so many bugs. Yeah, like game breaking game breaking bugs. Yes, but we we embrace it. And and I know that people at um, Bethesda are saying we embrace the bugs. Some of them I can I can see her, but like annoying. Like I've seen bugs where like your AI gets in the way, completely blocking you. Like where you're like like locked into a part of your ship you can't get out of because you're like stuck in a corner or something. Mm -hmm. Like stuff like that does suck, but they're gonna fix it. You know what I mean? I know a lot of people were complaining about optimization issues, but I think that's because the game leaked. Like like the game leaked pretty early. Like mm -hmm. the, the people uh, there was a dude who got caught selling review copies. Yes, I saw. Um, and he got arrested. Funny is it was uh, he, well he, he got, got arrested because he told he, he told everyone that's what he was doing he like stole a bunch of well, copies he, he used he used his real name he like yeah. he was trying to sell it through YouTube and stuff and yeah. he used his real name on his YouTube channel like and then some redditor found it and narked on him which is funny but yeah so it's like there is a copy of Starfield out there that a lot of people are reviewing that I know is not the copy that they should be reviewing mm. so I also take that with a grain of salt too. Um, that being said, man, I got the game pre-installed. If I was going to be up at 2 a.m., which is when the game comes out for me, that's about mm -hmm. three hours from now, so when the game comes out, I'd still be playing it. I know I'm going to have a great time with it. The combat, from the most part, the combat's okay. That That's what I can gauge from every single person's review yeah. on it. It's like, it's not the best, but it but is I, I heard it. Yes, I heard it's yeah. better than any other Bethesda game, but in terms of, like, Correct. Compare, compared yes. to 
other games, yes, it's not. It's it, it's just okay. But mm. compared to, let's say Fallout or Skyrim, it's, it's, fantastic it's better. Bethesda, yeah. Yes, I mean, it's, compared it's to much Fallout more 76. of a. It's much more like a FPS, right? It's like much more of that, that feeling. So. I will say there are they. I think that they need to focus more on some balancing issues. Like the 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 gun gameplay is. I think it's okay. Like they could they could tweak it to make it better. I think, but at the moment it's okay. The issue is balancing. Like you can have this amazing like arp. Like, uh, you can have this amazing assault rifle plowing yeah. someone with a bunch of bullets, doing no damage, or you could pick up a like a pistol and just like get like one headshot and kill the guy. I don't like there. I do think there are balance issues, but those will come with. Uh, they'll fix that later on. Also, don't know how repetitive things are going to be like down the line. But all I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to getting lost in it. Like everyone who's reviewed this game, no one's really touched on the factions and like like mm -hmm. all the things that you could do get from a Bethesda game. You know what I mean? From a game like Elder Scrolls or the Fallout franchise. You know that you get all those factions, all the lore, who you, how you deal with people. Like that's what the game's going to be about. I'm excited for that. You know? Yeah, and, like, I, I think a lot of people are trying to. Dope. You yeah, know? I think a lot of people are trying to avoid spoilers, so they're not trying to talk too much about like the Fair. factions and storylines. Uh, I mean, for me, like if the game, if the combat is better than previous games, and also if it can be better than, I'll be honest with you, I was a little disappointed with with Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven because I felt like like it, the combat wasn't as strong as I thought it was going to be, you know, um, mm. I felt like the weapons all felt, you know, relatively the same. And, you know, like even they had cool looking ones and they looked cool doing stuff. I just, I didn't feel like that much of a differentiator between the different weapons. I would just basically use one weapon the whole time or whatever. Anyway. Yeah. Um, I will, I will say, yeah, I will say that as well. Like the, like the guns, I hope that they do change things. Like, the, there's a couple of cool different guns out there, but I think they could have gone, at least from what I've seen so far, from, like, the first couple, like, three or four hours of the game. Mm -hmm. Like, it's pretty, like, basic kind of weapons. But they, I guess, once again, that's them trying to keep it within that, like, scope of realism. You know, they don't want to make, like... Like, you know, like, they got it going for that, like... Like, you're wearing an actual space suit. Uh, mm -hmm. space suit you know what I mean? They're kind of, like, hone in a little bit of realism to make it feel more real, which I like. It Like, the, a lot of the worlds and the places do look very rich, though. You yeah. know what I mean? rich with narrative which is yeah. what i'm looking forward to that's what the game's about i, I know another co complaint was the not being able to do the no mind sky thing where you could like leave off of a planet and go into but they said that like they are they did they did but yeah. people didn't pay attention so people were upset like oh i can't fly from here to here it's like i guess i, I maybe just because i'm not one of those people like i don't like just like microsoft uh, flight simulator right like i mm -hmm. know you can fly from let's say from New York to fucking Tokyo or something like that, right? Yeah. Do it I don't want to. Hours, I don't want yeah. to. Exactly, yeah. Like, that's no. cool if you want to. I'm not spending my time doing no that. Man, so no Man's Sky is cool because it has the, the hyperdrive function. Yeah. It, no, what I like about No Man's Sky is you have your destination. It'll literally say, like, seven hours away if you're flying at your current speed, but then you hit the hyperdrive and it's, like, 30 seconds away or whatever. Yeah. But, like, the... I mean, they, Bethesda said it a year ago. Like, Todd Howard said it. He's like, we would rather focus on two different realities. The reality that is on the ground and the reality that is space. Yeah. And then we would rather make those two realities work well within their own right. You know what I mean? If they had to spend too much... Like, dude, a good example is Beyond Good and Evil 2, the game that we haven't heard about for so long, right? Mm -hmm. That's a good example of a game trying so hard to make that system, that no man's size system of being able to land on a plate, a planet, mm -hmm. take off out of the atmosphere, go into space, 
go to another planet, enter its atmosphere and, and land. Being able to pull that off in real time is so I intense that you're just not going to have the time to make the game. Case in point, Beyond Good and Evil 2. They've spent so much time doing working on that part of the engine that they probably haven't even started on the game yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, for me, you know, Bethesda games are about the meeting the NPCs, whether they're companions or people and they're getting quests that are interesting. Cause that was the thing. It's like, I, I don't like side quests that are just filler, right? Just fetch quests or whatever. There's gotta be meaning mm -hmm. behind them. I've gotta be involved into the store. Why am I going to kill these people? Why do I need to find this thing? Why, you know, give me that story. That's what's going to pull me in. And so, and from what I've heard, I heard is that one, that it's a, a bit slow. Like it takes many hours to like put oh, yeah, the game to get going. But, one, but once it does, then it's good. It's like good old fashioned Bethesda, you know, storytelling. And, mm -hmm. and that's what I'm excited about. And yes, it's not a game changer, but you know, I did watch Dr. Disrespect play four hours of the game. Well, mm -hmm. not the full four hours, but he just did side quests for four hours because uh, he didn't want to obviously do any main quest stuff before the game comes out. And his whole take on it was that it was like the exploration wasn't rewarding mm -hmm. in the sense of like, um, like, and he would specifically relate it to Skyrim. Like in Skyrim, you're going to go down to that dungeon. You're going to fight the people. You're going to do all that. And then you might just find like a cool little rare yeah. item there, a thing there that's like, he says there's not much reward in that sense, you know what I mean? Like of, of going, like you're just kind of like shooting down people and then kind of getting a new gun thing or, you yeah. know. I, but, I could see uh, that complaint. I, I yeah. can see that because I, yeah. like Elden Ring is like one of the best things is exploring and finding new mm -hmm. areas and finding new stuff that like, you know, that was kind of hidden. It's just like a little, you know, cool cool thing where and same with you know the previous but there's the thing alden alden ring needed it but because alden ring doesn't have dialogue trees there's no heavy, there's no story there's no exactly story. There's so so that's why but that's why starfield i think can kind of get away with that because i'm excited for the narrative for the first time ever we're getting a rich lore universe mm -hmm. based in space not in post-apocalyptic uh, america mm -hmm. you know not in um a fantasy realm you know like yeah. like this we're finally getting a space that's what i'm excited about you know it's the first proper space rpg yeah i mean what's it um i'm blanking outer right worlds now. there was outer worlds outer, outer worlds sorry yeah. that's the word. i was gonna say yes there was that and i really liked what they did but this is on a whole different scale dude this is a massive scale game yes. which is also why you're gonna have boring places there's gonna be repetition it's the scale of this game is massive yeah. You can't you can't land from space to planet, but supposedly if you really wanted to, you, you could fly. fly from planet to planet. Yeah, I saw. It's just, it would take yeah, it would take like seven or eight hours or something. Yeah, I saw Alana Pierce's video. She said she did it. She was like, oh, I, I she flew to Pluto, and it took and her like, like seven hours. Yeah, yeah, it took her seven hours. Yeah. It's like okay, is that what you really want in a game? I mean, exactly. she did it just as a, you know, as a for fun, you know. But like, really, do yeah. we, that, that's not what I want in a game. Like, honestly, like I just I love, wanna... yeah, I love it's... exploration in Bethesda games. But let's face it, after like five, six hours in, we are we are um, fast traveling all over the place, man. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You're like, all of a sudden, that horse of yours that you've been using so much, you, you don't care about him. You're just fast traveling everywhere. You know? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think it's still gonna be still gonna be good. Some places have wall boundaries, and people are like, "Oh, it has a wall boundary," and it's like. After 15 see, minutes, yeah. that's the thing. They went on the planet and they walked in one direction for 15 minutes and then they hit a wall. It's like, dude, I am not walking yeah. 15 minutes straight it's not in one no direction. Man's sky. 
like No Man's Sky, you would do that because you're looking for resources specifically. And there is resource like harvesting in this game, but it's not on the scale of like No Man's Sky. And it's so I keep seeing people constantly complaining about Starfield and then relating and then showing No Man's Sky and how No Man's Sky thrives. I love No Man's Sky. I've played a lot, played a lot of it. It's a different game. Yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a, it's a survival based game. Oh, ooh, your camera overheated. Oh man. All right. Well, you can still I hear can still me, hear right? You, All right. Yeah, well, let's, let's keep you. let's keep going. I'm gonna turn off my camera, let it uh, cool oh, yeah. down. But you can still hear me, and it's we're okay. still recording my audio. So let's let's just keep going. One of the bugs I will say that like one of the one of the the YouTubers I watched, one of the bugs he encountered, I do think is if bugs like that happens, you kind of have to address it. Which is there were bugs where he couldn't unlock skill points or perks. Mm-hmm. Like you would have to like accomplish certain things to unlock a perk, and like his things would like glitch out. Like he was trying to get an extra twenty percent oxygen boost, I think, but he he could not get the requirements done no matter what. It was just constantly glitched out for him. Mm-hmm. And of all the things, like your oxygen, like to get glitch out, that's like gonna suck in the game. You know, like that's mm-hmm. gonna suck in a space game where oxygen's important. Um, so when it comes to those kinds of things, I expect fix- fixes. I do think there's gonna be a day one patch. You know what I mean for mm-hmm. optimization issues. It's, I've been seeing some people play, here's the, here's the thing, the game leaked, so the game got pirated like crazy. I know so many people right now who played the game and they played the pirated version and they're complaining about their PC like overheating and stuff and it's like, well listen, I mean, I'm taking this with a grain of salt. I'm, I'm assuming that's because it's not a very well optimized version that they were giving out to the review reviewers, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You don't know the constraint, we don't know the constraints of those um What's it? Not NDAs. What are they called again? Embargoes. The embargoes. Yeah, we don't know the constraints of the embargoes. You know what I mean? They could have been like, "Hey, this is the copy. Don't don't do this in this shit because we're not ready for that." You know what I mean? That's why I take like a lot of the uh, the reviews like uh, with a grain of sand. But anyways, I'm still looking forward to the game. Like it looks good. Some people were saying the graphics are terrible. Like the, well, the NPC. And I I don't see that. I don't see it, man. Every single time I see people being like, look, it looks disgusting. It's always like they're like looking at them from like, like the bottom angle. Like they're looking at them from their feet and they're like shining a flashlight in their face. Like with the, like, it's like someone, it's like someone, it's like when you accidentally have your selfie camera on and you don't see it. That's what they look like. And at the same time though, it's like they look compared to what normal Bethesda NPCs look like. They look really good. Yeah. They still have the, they still have the dead eyes, but their, their faces animate a lot more. There's better... In general, well, they have AI. Yeah. They have the facial AI that they've been working on. Some people say it's like a little weird. They, <laughs> some people call it Stairfield instead of mm-hmm. Starfield, because of the. But that's like that's any Bethesda game. You go to yes. Skyrim, you're still gonna get that Death Stare, bro. They, like, they don't have eyes that look real in any game, unfortunately. But hey, at least these are the most human-looking humans they've ever made, in my opinion. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and, and the graphics look good for me. I mean, yes, they're not like top notch. Like they're not going to compete with like Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven or something like that. But it looks mm. for a Bethesda game, it looks pretty good. You know, I guess people are just you know ex- they're expecting you know a lot more. I guess. Um, so yeah, I guess apparently just... people are um, buying like the, the Starfield uh, top sales uh, charts even before the launch. So people are buying this game up. People are buying Xboxes to play it as well. So that's the hype is real for sure. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I'm oh, did I tell you? Did I tell you the story about this dude who had his life saved because of Starfield? Yes, I saw that. I saw you. You saw want, that, you yeah. want to tell that just story? Just because he was binging yeah. the game. Yeah. Apparently he. Yeah, was, yeah. He was this, playing at night, right? 
Yeah, he was playing the game at night. He was binging the game, and his 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 apartment building essentially caught on fire. Um, and if he wasn't awake and and he uh, in time to be able to like like wake his family up, they would have died from smoke inhalation. Yeah, so that's crazy. You know, th thank God he was up binging Starfield <laughs> and saved the kids. Um, all right. Uh, this is uh, off. To this is off topic, but I'm going to tell another story just because it's entertaining. Have you ever heard about the guy who saved his family because of the the season finale of Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Yes. Yeah, I heard about that. <laughs> you heard about I for for, uh, for guys for for you guys who aren't watching. There's a dude who uh, there was a hurricane yeah. issued out in Florida, like they're always like they always is or a typhoon or whatever, and everyone had to go down to their storm cellar, and this one dad refused to go down because. It was the season finale of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, mm -hmm. and he was going to see it no matter what. So he stayed in the house and watched it, and a tree uh, actually like uh, got knocked over onto the storm cellar, knocking everyone in and locking them in there. So if it wasn't for him being stubborn and watching that uh, Buffy the Vampire Sl show, they would have been all like trapped down there for God knows who long, you know? It's it's fun. It's funny yeah. how sometimes being lazy, uh, being a lazy gamer or you know binger can work out for you. I guess. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, any last things to say about Starfield? I'm sure we'll talk about it more, especially after you and me get to play it. Like I said, by the time this yeah, video comes up, it tomorrow, it, it's, it either will be out or about to be out, and we, you and me, will be playing it. Um, like I'll definitely be playing it. Yeah. Like I remember talking to you. You know, we've both been pretty busy, so I have not finished Jedi Survivor, and I have not finished um, Hogwarts Legacy, and I'm gonna hop on this. Uh, Starfield. Oh, nice. uh, so I'm just going to have to, you know, do that first. Uh, well, it, it, in between all the work that I've had, I've been playing Baldur's Gate 3, which yes, I guess which is, is a our good next segue th for yeah. us. Yeah. So this game, um, apparently, let me let tee it up so that you can talk about it more because you've, you've yeah. played it, right? So. Oh, yeah. Uh, I haven't uh, finished it yet, but I've played quite a lot of it. So Even this, the multiplayer, which is really good. This game is getting a lot of rave reviews, getting a lot of 9 out of 10s, 10 out of 10s. Um, people are just saying it's massive. It's basically, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's using the D and D, uh, it's the closest thing you'll ever get to D and D in a video game, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of game of the year type of praise for this, uh, much more than let's say Starfield, which is a much more risk, risk, uh, mixed response where either people just like it. Okay. Or they, oh, they really like it, but it's mixed where like Baldur's Gate three has been, you unanimously like oh this is like game oh, yeah. of the year stuff um i will so, say it, it's been in early access for like three or four years so that mm -hmm. does that did help a lot of it mm -hmm. like you've been, technically because I was, I was gonna say i i know that like it hit steam like two or three years ago you could i think you could play the first act like for uh, the past couple of years but it wasn't mm -hmm. like fully out yet so that definitely helped them they were able to like work with the community and grow with the community until the game was like fully released you know mm -hmm. yeah that's uh Definitely can help and, and help with development and everything. But like people are going crazy for this game. Um, it supposedly is massive. Um, Dude, it's so, so deep. Like there's still things that I don't know how it works or like that's that's why I haven't been able to finish the game. It's you have to you have there's so much to learn, but it's kind of fun to learn it. Like it's, I, it's with any tabletop RPG. D&D has got a lot going on. You do have to learn a lot. Mm -hmm. But once you know how your spells work and how like once you like know. How, how everything works very well you have so much fun the freedom mm -hmm. dennis it's D, D. the freedom to kind of do whatever you want to do in your own way it's like it's there's something beautiful about that freedom in boulder's gate like 
I will say it's pretty cool. It's a turn-based, right? The because of it's correct. A D &D? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I yeah. actually played on a controller. Funny enough. Hmm. Um, I know it's like I, I know it's supposed to be a mouse and keyboard game, but I have a great time playing on a controller because it's um it is isometric. You know, like that Diablo Diablo kind of bird's eye view. You can scroll in and out, zoom in and out. Mm -hmm. So you have to like click to walk. But I use a controller because you can just walk with the with the the thumbstick. But once you're in combat, then it becomes you know you got to click and place again. But uh, I've been having a good time playing with on con on controller. For anybody that does play it, if you want to try casual casually playing on controller, it's fun. The multiplayer is good. The multiplayer is the closest thing to D and D I've ever experienced through Discord with friends. You know what nice. I mean? Um, and if you've played Pillars of Eternity, uh, the multiplayer behind that, then you'd you'd love this one as well. You know, or sorry, Divinity, Divinity Original Sin Two. If you played the multiplayer and that, you'd love this one as well. Get your friends together. Um, some people were having complaints about the game, about it, the level cap being six. Mm -hmm. um, and the reason being is because after level six, dude, you get you get spells that like bend reality and time. How are you going to put that in a game? You know what I mean? Like at a certain point, like in D&D, &D, you can basically become a god. You know what I mean? So like I'm happy with a level six level cap because things get a little goofy after that. You know, like, you know what I mean? It's And it's like, how do you even... When it comes to like reality breaking things, like how do you even incorporate that into a game? You know what I mean? How do you use that as a mechanic? Um, so, so that rather make like the rather just do the first six levels and then focus really, really hard on that portion, and then make that work. That's what they did, and I really think that that was smart of them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Dude, they nailed it. It's it's one of those games where I do say you need a lot of time because it's like. It's just, it's so immersive, Dennis. You lose yourself. It's like that, it's like playing Elden Ring for the first couple of times. You that's, lose that, yourself. That's why I didn't world. get it because I was like, oh, if yeah. Starfield wasn't around the corner, I would have gotten it. But I was like, well, I'm just going to, I'm going to spend X amount of time on Starfield. So there's no way I have time for Baldur's Gate 3. I probably will get it mm -hmm. maybe early next year because I do have Baldur, or sorry, I have Starfield yeah. and then Alan Wake 2 at the end of October. Those are kind of my two games that I'm really looking forward mm -hmm. to this year. Um, I mean, I said it to you. I said it to you on uh, Facebook before this. Like, look, the game's not going. And I consider this like a nine point five out of ten mm -hmm. game. Honestly, you know what I mean? It's almost, it's almost perfect. The only thing that's making it not perfect is uh, a little bit of bugs here and there. But mm -hmm. like, give it a year and it'll be gone, um, dude. You can play. This is the kind of game, in my opinion, because it's related on D and D, and because of how well fleshed out it is. You can play this game five years from now. It'll still hold up and be an amazing experience for mm -hmm. you. So you don't have to rush to get to it. You'll st like whenever you do get around to it, I know you'll enjoy it. You know, that's good. Yeah, yeah take your take your time to get to it for sure. Yeah, it's funny because people complain about the graphics in Starfield. The graphics in Baldur's Gate are not as, not as good as it's, Starfield. You know, and, say, but, yeah, nobody, very, but nobody but nobody cares. Mad, yeah. nobody cares. Right? It's mm. about the gameplay, fun, and the dude. story, and the fun. Yeah, like like of course oh, graphics yeah, we right. complain about sometimes, uh, but in general, like. The most so, important thing is 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 that the funness, yeah. So we spoke about this before the time, but um, the it, it became a thing for a while where people people obviously speed run games, and then it became a thing to do the romance speed run, mm -hmm. where it's like how quickly can you get laid in the game? And I think the speed run now is like two and a half minutes or something, mm -hmm. or like I don't know how they do it. It's like almost like, oh, like three and a half minutes. I just know it's under four minutes or something. It's crazy. But then people started playing. They're like, hey, wait, what if we try not to get laid in this game? 
<laughs> and they found out that it was actually really difficult to like not get laid. Your your companions are constantly flirting with you. Mm-hmm. And I also thought it was a bit weird. And I found out recently, literally just a couple of days ago, that it's actually a bug. It was a bug in the game that just made your companions constantly horny. Because, uh, man, I was going to say a lot of my companions were very forward. My first experience was I was talking to Gale, who is a human a wizard that you unlock. Mm-hmm. You can the way Baldur's Gate works is you can either create your own character and your own class and all that stuff, which is the most fun, fun way to do it. But you can also pick like uh, from up to any four or five characters. They're companions you actually unlock in the game to play with as well, or you can just choose to play when it's already like built out for you. You know, mm-hmm. Gale's one of them. And I remember being at my camp, and he's like, "Hey, do you want to see a magic trick?" And I'm like, "I'd love to see a magic trick." And then I walk to the other side of like the encampment. I talk to Shadowheart. And she's telling me that I promised my body to another man. And I go over to Gale and I'm like, what the hell, Gale? And it turns out his magic trick was his penis. So <laughs> <laughs> like, the, like I, that that took that threw me out, man. Like that took me through at no point in time. What did he like hint towards it being sexual? So I'm glad that they fixed that bug. Um, that was that was a wild ride. It was literally like I like for. Uh, how do I once again this game is so much freedom you can you don't have you can at any point in time kick people out of your party you can just be like hey leave you know what i mean mm-hmm. because it's D, you can do anything you can the minute you meet a companion you can be like hey join us or you can just be like i never want to see you again you have that freedom which is so nice and i have had to let go companions because they're too horny so maybe now i can replay the game and i i can keep them around or something you know oh, yeah. um Dude, it's a, it's it's a flawless game. Don't don't rush to get into it. It's honestly, it's so good. People are gonna have a great time playing this game later on. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I I actually stopped playing it because it was just once me once I started playing the multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, Dennis, I was like, I'm gonna lose money if I don't go back to work. <laughs> yeah. It was it was a huge time sink. It's D and D. It's literally D and D, dude. D and D. You don't sit down and play one hour of D and D. You know what I mean? You sit down, you play D and D for like ten hours. You know? Yeah. It's it's just one of those games, but yeah. I'll, I'll wait till I'm done editing my short before I play this game. Exactly, yeah. And you will love it, dude. It's yeah. the story is rich, the lore is rich. You will, it's immersive. You know what I mean? And it's I'm, a lot more immersive. Like I know Starfield's gonna be good, but dude, Baldur's Gate Three is the most immersive story game that I've played in a long time. Nice. Also, yeah. you know, like uh, hopefully the price will will have gone down by the time. By the time oh, yeah, I, I get to it as well. Um, all right, let's move on to the next thing, which is Nintendo. They had their Nintendo Direct. Uh, they showed off uh, some games, but the main game that I guess everyone's talking about is the Super Mario Brothers Wonder, um, yeah. which is supposed to be kind of like the next evolution of, of Mario. He turns into a, an elephant. Uh, do you want to talk more about this? Uh, yeah, it's, it looks really cute. I'm not going to lie. I actually love the art style slash direction they're going in. It's very cutesy. Um, it seems like, like, I don't see much hype around this, but it seems like Nintendo's kind of really pushing for this to be like, they really want this to be like a big flagship Mario title. Mm-hmm. Specifically, they're saying they want this to like um, inspire the younger, um, like younger generation of game creators to make more games, more Mario games in the future mm-hmm. for Nintendo or something like that. But it's been a long time since they've done like a 2D, like a good 2D side-scrolling game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, not much to know about it except it just looks, it looks really fun. Like the play style, it flows good. It doesn't look too difficult. You know, it looks like just like old school Mario. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Which is, was a worry of mine because um, Super Mario 
uh, Maker, which is a thing where you make your own Mario tracks. That's like a very sweaty, try-hard kind of game. So it's nice. It looks casual. It looks fun. It looks cute. I'm looking forward to. I'm. I'm assuming this is like them, like trying to like reignite that Super Mario like love that hit the kids. You know what I mean? Like the mm -hmm. first time as a kid, you're playing Super Mario. I think they're trying to get the kids back in with this one because it is very like kid friendly aimed. I could see. You know. Yeah, I mean, recently they with Metroid, they took it back old school mm -hmm. to you know the two two D, and I guess they're doing that with Mario as well. And you know, especially for their device, right? With the Switch, two D games just are, are are just a perfect works, fit, dude. you know. For no, it, like legit, that. it works. I mean, I, it's funny. I was gonna say it now. I've been I've been playing Star Ocean on my Nintendo Switch. A lot of the games I play on my Nintendo Switch nowadays are like a lot of like '90s RPGs, like mm. those like two D, like self sprite shaded kind of yeah. games, and they just work so well on that platform. Like it just yeah. does. No, I've been having a great time playing Star Ocean, which um, I, I confused it with Fantasy Star Online because I thought that you may have played it. Yeah. It's like an old 90s RPG. Ah, man, it's it's like Stargate meets like... Fa it's like Stargate if like... Uh, it's like Stargate with Star Trek and then fantasy mixed together, like sword and shield kind of mm -hmm. fantasy. I can't explain it any other way. It's very good though, but yeah. It, it, that kind of stuff excels on the, on the, on the Switch. Um, it's also getting a... Um, a limited edition it's um the the we just said the game the mario what's it beyond yeah it's getting its uh, own wonder. Uh, limited wonder wonder sorry wonder it's getting its own uh limited edition oled switch model mm -hmm. which looks it's just it's just plain straight red like mario's like uh normal red but i kind of like it yeah. just the straight plain red uh looks quite nice yeah so, uh, so on to the next topic speaking of games that you're playing you are playing armored core six uh mm, this is another game that, it, yeah yeah this is another game i would get if it wasn't for you know starfield coming out this is a one of those yeah i, I, probably I will, will say not nearly as much of a time sink don't worry like okay. if anything it's more of an arcadey kind of experience mm -hmm. you know like there's no open world you have missions yeah like like it's like an arcade experience, almost like it's like mission one. You go out and there's like a different area. Mm -hmm. um, I, I I'm loving the game now. Uh, the learning curve was a bit sharp, but then it's like what, I had like to remind Elden myself. <laughs> like exactly. Elden. Like, but it's it's yeah. Once I like got it though, it's actually way more easier than Elden Ring. Elden Ring is still way more difficult. Mm -hmm. Like uh, once you click with the the controls, the game's actually a little like I wouldn't say too easy. It's it's challenging, but like by the time you've done a couple missions and you have enough money. You can just buy a bunch of parts. It's like Elden Ring, where if you find the right combo of things, you can kind of become overpowered too easily. But just like Elden Ring, you choose you can you choose how difficult the game is. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. If you want, you can play with ashes. If you want, you can play without ashes. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So you so so that's the experience that you can have with that. So like I don't use the overpowered builds because it's it, the game's too easy. It's not fun. So I like giving myself a challenge and like using like more melee combat builds and things like that. It's really fun. Um, I highly recommend it to people. It's not it's not what you're expecting. If you're expecting a From Software game, it is a From Software game, but it's like 2000s From Software mm -hmm. before they started doing Dark Souls and stuff. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? It's very it's like it's a very like PlayStation 2 kind of arcadey experience. It feels good though. It's very fun. It's mindless. It's got a nice story, but it is like the Michael Bay of video games <laughs> at the moment. It's like it's just explosions, but it feels satisfying. You're just, you're, I mean, you're in a mech suit kind of, it's very fast paced. You're just flying around blasting stuff. Like you just, it feels good. It's, um, yeah, like I said, challenging in the beginning, but not, but then not, and then just kind of fun. Um, 
yeah, I, I definitely do recommend playing it at some point in time. It's 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 not that long of a game either, actually, mm -hmm. in my opinion. Some of the boss fights are like but the boss fights are where the game actually kind of flourishes because for the most part, everything else you kind of kill too quick and easy. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, but the boss fights are fun. I will say that it's definitely it's, yeah, it's not as hard or sweaty as what I was. I thought it was going to be because it's you know, it's from software, yeah. but it was yeah, it was like a nice like it was like a triple A arcade experience mm. almost I, I can't explain it any other way it's very fun though definitely try it out it's not nearly as much of a time sink as you think it is cool. you know uh yeah. all right well what i'm playing right now uh and it definitely fits my current schedule is uh the expanse a telltale series so oh, yeah i haven't hit i haven't watched i haven't mm, i still to be fair i said i'd watch the show first and i haven't watched yeah. the show yet so is it is it a sequel or is it like it's a prequel the show it's actually a prequel, a prequel. So, so I should definitely watch the show then. Yeah, I mean, it, you'll definitely get more out of it just because oh, the, okay. the, the main character the, the main character okay. is from the from the show. She's one of the fan favorites, Camina uh, okay. Drummer, and so it's kind of like her story and like a prequel. Like it's almost like a spin. Like if you were watching a TV show, it'd be like a, you know, sometimes when you watch a series, they'll do they'll do like a. A prequel episode right they'll like yeah, throw like it back the, the origin of a character yeah, or something. yeah that's what it is that's what it is it's not really okay. so much an origin but just like oh this is what she was doing before the show started mm. and like to tell you more about her anyways the thing is they're releasing it every an episode every two weeks it's five episodes and so they oh, just okay. they just released the third one uh, i think last week so i actually just finished the second one episode and it's it's good it's you know it's what you know, if you know what a Telltale series is like, right? It's interactive. It's like an interactive television it's an inter show. Interactive right? movie, yeah. It's very story-focused, very yeah, narrative-focused. Yeah, yeah, it's not a lot of gameplay. It's it's mostly just dialogue choices and, like, walking around. And Yeah, so if mm. you know what you're getting into, if you like that Telltale experience, then you'll... And if you, you're a fan of this show then you'll enjoy it. Um, even if you aren't a fan of the show, I think you'll still enjoy it. But I think as someone who oh, yeah. has, has watched the entire series, it's definitely much more rewarding seeing a, a character you love uh, in a, you know, in a different situation, talking with different characters and whatnot. So yeah. that's what I'm playing. It's perfect for me right now because it's such like each episode is only like an hour long. You play it, you know, I, I do wish they had like manual saves because like I got okay. one, there's one part where like, I kept dying because it was like, you know, it's one of those. You got to like, go through so much dialogue and stuff, right? Yeah. And to it's like, like back stealth. To, oh. It's like, it was like some stealth thing that like, if you die, you have to start from the beginning. Anyways. That is unfortunate. I did pass I it eventually. Believe, um, go ahead. I, I, no, no one's talking about. It's funny because it came out just before The Expanse came out. But the um, Star Trek Resurgence. I haven't given it a shot yet because yeah. that's like the Telltale Star yeah, Trek yeah. game, right? Yeah, basically. I haven't like, yeah, that came out like about a week or two before I think the other one. I was I was pretty excited about that just because I'm a big Star Trek fan. I haven't tried it yet, but like the game came out and nobody said anything, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's fun. I'll keep playing it, uh, and it's gonna be yeah by I think mid October. It's good because it's like it's a nice diversion. It'll be all the episodes will be out by mid October. Obviously, I'm gonna get into Starfield this week, and then Alan Wake at the end of October. So this is just nice. Like okay, when you don't want to like think too much and you just want kind of a narrative experience this is what it's good for um so the next topic i want to talk about i know it's an old topic but you and me did not cover it yeah and it is a very significant thing and i know 
even though the the story is kind of old, the repercussions still haven't been felt yet, you know, which is Microsoft ended up winning the case against the FTC. It's basically, it was Microsoft versus the FTC slash Sony, right? And we had talked about a lot of the, 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 the things that were happening. They finally won the case. Uh, I know there's still some stuff that they have to do for uh, not the European Union, but for England specifically. I was going to say, yeah. Uh... There's the new UK deal that they got to work on. Yes, but in general, I mean, they for Microsoft, it's like if that doesn't go through, they're still just going to buy Activision Blizzard and they'll just leave the UK market. They, they I mean, exactly, that's how big yeah. how big this is. But they, I guess apparently to placate them, I think they are willing to license away the cl- all the cloud, uh, all the cloud stuff for all the Activision Blizzard games to somebody else. I think that's what they want to do. But anyways, they finally won the case because it it came down to us. The judge being like, well, all the arguments that the FTC was 15 years, by the way, the cloud streaming rights. Yeah. All the arguments that FTC was using was basically how it was hurting Sony and not hurting the consumer. And that was basically the gist of it was like, well, how does this hurt the consumer? And like the FTC will be like, oh, well, you know, because Sony does this and they can't and like and the judge is like, no, no, no. no. How does this hurt the consumer? <laughs> and they couldn't really prove that. Oh. They, they couldn't prove that. They were just like, like if, if Microsoft is willing to open this up to, you know, Nintendo Switch and, you know, do this and that. Like anyways. So in the end, Sony kind of got, you know, they should have taken the deal that they had gotten before. Because they had actually a better deal. This new deal basically only was for Call of Duty, I believe, um, for 10 years. Where before it was Call of Duty 10 years plus all the other Activision Blizzard games for maybe five years or something like that. And now that's off the table. Now it's like, well, Microsoft can kind of do whatever they want with all the other games. Um, And it's just Call of Duty that uh, they have to give the... 10 year yeah do you so. want to do you want to put your uh your webcam back yeah. on for the last 10 yeah, 15 sure. minutes of the show here uh, i'm gonna c- go through a couple small stories i have here before i go got my yeah. got my power shutting off soon uh okay. final fantasy 16 getting two dlc expansions which is no surprise in my opinion because final fantasy 15 ended up with five dlcs mm-hmm. i think in total yeah i think so i think five dlcs in total so yeah two big dlc expansions coming out and they've officially started working on the PC port, which mm-hmm. I am obviously very excited for, considering when they spoke to them about the PC port, they ref- like refused to even talk about it. But, well, they didn't refuse. The guy was like, the, the I think the director was like, he's so focused on the game, he doesn't even want to think about the PC version right now. That was more like his response. You know, he's like, let's focus on this first. So that's nice. I knew it was going to come eventually, but it's nice to know that they've started working on it. And then a game that I pre-ordered like three years, I pre-ordered it during COVID, I think. And it was supposed to come out a year later. And then I got a refund and the game just disappeared off the face of the earth, which was Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2. Big fan of this game. It was one of my favorite RPGs of all time. Um, yeah, it's, it's it's coming back out. Whole new developer, though. Yeah. Completely new developer and a completely new release date. Um, yeah, it's going to be getting gameplay reveal in January 2024. So... It's nice, it's nice to know that they're taking it seriously. So they are obviously like restarting it. If we're only going to see gameplay in January, it's obviously like a whole new studio, new assets, new everything, I'm assuming. You know what I mean? 
um yeah there isn't uh there's no trailer out or anything yet but yeah the game came out 2004 that's the game that i played fuck man it's been years so it would actually be 20 years january 2024 is next year so january it would have been 20 years since the game came out that they were showing the sequel. so that is kind of hype i guess showing like the trailer for the sequel 20 years later on the day it came out that's kind of hype i guess um looking forward to that um i'm just happy that it's back on the table like yeah i thought it was dead same you actually you actually have to go like in my opinion with a game like this you have to try to fuck it up same with boulders gate 3 if you're basing it for those who don't know vampire the masquerade is also a tabletop rpg much like dungeons the dragons so it already has a very rich lore and game mechanic based Mm -hmm. uh game mechanics and stuff like that so all they have to do is execute it properly you know what i mean that's and hopefully hopefully they don't screw it up but yeah um Let's see. Oh yeah, Bethesda Pete Hines. He says that Redfall will be a good game eventually. Yeah, I saw. He's that. comparing it comparing it to Fallout seventy six, saying that eventually it'll get better. I think too little, too late. There, the also, thing. Also, yeah. with Fallout seventy six, the foundation was there. It just needed to be expanded on. I don't think the foundation was there for Redfall, to be honest. With but you. Fallout seventy six also has a social aspect to it. Yeah. So when you fix a game years later, like No Man's Sky or anything else, it's the community. That when it comes together brings the hype back. The community brought No Man's Sky back when it like when start, things started working. The community community brought back Fallout seventy six. It was like, hey, the game's working. Come play it with me. Like your buddy's like, hey. So like at least Redfall does kind of have that multiplayer aspect where it's like if maybe one dude will be like, hey, the game's pretty good. Come join me. But I do think it's a little too late. Look, the game visually looked beautiful to me. It was just broken in terms of game mechanics. Like the game, it was the game mechanics were just horrible. Mm-hmm. I do hope, like I do hope that they fix it because I could still, I can see me and my friends playing this game and having a lot of fun. I just don't know if it'll like get the. I don't. I don't think they'll ever make their money back. You know, yeah. I don't think they'll ever recover from that. I just don't yeah. think they can. Um. Oh yeah, that's right. So we know about Phantom uh, Phantom City coming. Sorry, Phantom Liberty, the um, cyberpunk DLC coming out. Uh, Essentially, when the get when the DLC comes out, even if you don't get the DLC, it's coming with the 2.0, so a, a massive overhaul to the Cyberpunk engine. We've spoken about this before. Yeah. Um, one of the main things that they're overhauling is the police system to make it a lot more, um, I guess, a, more, a lot more like Grand Theft Auto, where it's like if you actually do some, like currently, in, in my opinion, in Cyberpunk, you can just like go in a murder spree in the streets, and it'll take a while before a cop shows up. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I see, I, I I could see them uh, overhauling that system, which is cool. So Cyberpunk, once the DLC comes out, even if you don't get the DLC, the game should feel quite different. Might be worth another uh, playthrough for some of yeah. you guys. Um, I said this before. Are we, I mean, we know this is happening now that Starfield's out. Bethesda has started pre, 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 pre-production of Elder Scrolls Six. Yeah. Give it eight years before we see that one. Um, okay, I touched on that. Touched on that. Oh yeah, GeForce Now is coming out. Uh, I think. Uh, so GeForce Now, I, I don't know if they partnered with Game Pass. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because I know Game Pass has xCloud and they were pushing for that. Mm-hmm. But now that they're like working together with GeForce, I'm, I'm wondering if they're just going to do that instead. Because GeForce Now has been doing the, the game streaming thing for a while now and they do it really good. Mm-hmm. But um, so I, I don't know. I'm, I'm curious to see what's going on there. All I know is there's it's not a, most streaming, most game streaming services aren't available in South Africa, which sucks. Uh. Because I tried to apply for um, a couple, even the the PlayStation 
the series that you said is you said it's getting more expensive, right? The, um, the yes, system. that's a, well, something PS we Plus. should talk about. So yeah. PlayStation Plus is has like a thirty five percent hike uh, to the you know to all their tiers. Uh, I was on their lowest tier, which was basically just like the two free games like a month six, plus yeah. online and 60 for the year. I think $60 yeah, for I think the it year. used to be yeah. forty. Now it's sixty. I I'll mm. be honest with you. As soon as I heard it, I went to go cancel it because my thing was basically I think was going to renew today, and I was like, oh, dude, I, I was like, I hardly use it. You know, I'm just going to fucking cancel it, and I canceled it. It was like, what am I paying for? You know, like. Mm. So anyways, I canceled it. I'm sure a lot of people canceled it. The thing is, is remember, even though technically it's cheaper than uh, Xbox Game Pass, remember, it doesn't include first party. I mean, it does include first party games. They don't include day one first party games. So the Xbox, even though it's more expensive, is still a much better deal uh, because you do get Starfield. You you will get uh, Avowed. You will, you know what I mean? Like all of those are all day one. Uh, whenever they make the near, next Gears of War, you'll get that day one. Where PlayStation, you have a good library, right? But you're yeah. if you've already played that library, like I've played most of the library, I either own or have played most of the you know first party. It sucks. PlayStation it sucks because you have to pay for that for you have to pay that you have to pay for that for online services, which yeah. sucks. Yeah. Like my my uh, my friend, he's a streamer. He really he's looking forward to playing the new EA FC game, which is the new FIFA game, essentially. Yeah. And he wants to stream it and stuff, but uh, in order to play online, he has to have that PS Plus. Or yeah. sorry, the, well, yeah, it's still called PS Plus, I think. Yeah. But yeah. And now they've upped that, so that's just that's that is shitty. Yeah, that is unfortunate. Yeah. So not a fan. A lot of people are pissed, um, especially because they're not adding, they're not giving you anything extra for it. So, mm. anyways, um, you know, I think so, there's a, a lot of small things. I think while we're gone, I know. The Last of Us got a bunch of Emmy nominations, the TV show, oh, which yeah. is cool. Uh, Black Panther, there's going to be a Black Panther game coming from EA, uh, and I believe it's from the developers behind uh, Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor, which was a pretty cool yeah, game. Yeah, they did, they did really, yeah, that was a good action RPG series. Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of uh, Lord of the Rings, the Lord of the Rings Gollum team basically got shut down. Remember they were going to like make another game or something like that? No, uh, they yeah. should have just did, they should have just buried themselves yeah. after that game. That was yeah. disgusting. Yeah, they got uh, shut down. Um, Stray launched on Xbox. Uh, that was a PS mm. uh, exclusive for a while. Finally came. Supposedly, there's going to be a Japanese Assassin's Creed game. So kind of yeah. something to compete against uh, Ghost of Tsushima. But obviously, that's going to be multi-platform. That's going to come in. R- rumor is 2024. Um, there was this whole Red Dead Redemption remaster rumor, and then it ended yeah, up I heard just about be- that. Yeah, but it ended up being only for PS4 and Nintendo Switch, and it wasn't really a remaster. It was just port, the version yeah. that we had, just for PS4 yeah. and Nintendo Switch. Um, the Grand so Turismo supposedly supposedly the Switch can play it at 1080p. Yeah, which I, only if it's docked. Oh, yeah. well, I, well, uh, sorry, that makes sense because for those who don't know, the Switch only works at 1080p if it's docked. Yeah, like that's just how it works. Yeah. So I don't know why uh, that's a feature. Never mind. The Gran Turismo movie came out. It didn't do very. It looks well. good. It didn't it do did, very oh, well. No. Yeah, that sucks, well. dude. Actually, I was looking forward to that. This is yeah. off topic, but have you have you seen Oppenheimer? I still have not seen. I was so busy yeah. with. Uh, I really want to see film. it. Though. It looks so I, good. I have yeah. It's three hours. So and also all the like um, 
IMAX screens were sold out, so I'm gonna try and see oh, it true, now, yeah. now that I'm not done with my short film, but I'm done with the majority of my short film. So, um, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, what, what else do you got in your uh, uh, list? This is small, but Fortnite is getting DLSS three support, mm-hmm. uh, which I, I, I've ever since they've added the no build mode, I've started playing Fortnite again casually for fun, and it's nice. If mm-hmm. you don't take the game too seriously, you actually have, kind of have fun with it. You know what I mean? Uh, Half-Life 2 is getting uh, ray traced, which I'm that actually kind of exciting. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm stoked to play a uh, Half-Life 2. Uh, well, replay it, but with uh, ray tracing, that'd be dope. I know they did they did that with uh, Quake 2. I think they re re. Well, Quake 2 had a RTX mode. You could get RTX mm-hmm. Quake 2, but that was only for like the multiplayer. And then I think they released the actual like Quake 2 campaign with ray tracing, which was dope too. Um. Yeah, I don't think uh, like my well, I got uh, Val- South Africa got Valorant. Uh, Valorant got South African servers. Is what mm-hmm. I'm trying to say, so I'm super stoked about that. I've been oh, I've been so happy playing that game. It's been really, really good. Mm-hmm. But I think that's I think that's pretty much all the news I've got here. Yeah, that I can think of. I th- I think we may have missed something, but if so, we can always just get it next time. You know? Yeah, yeah. I think we just want to just get an episode out because. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We hadn't done Dude, with our with our schedules, who knows when we can meet up again? Yeah, yeah. hopefully sooner than than. Hopefully two sooner, yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to Starfield. It's gonna be out. Yeah. And then uh, Alan Wake two in uh, October 27th, which I guess they moved to that day. They were originally gonna do like early October, and they moved mm-hmm. it. They're like, ah, oh, there's too much stuff coming out, which is good. Uh, oh, the with the Black Myth uh, Wukong. Oh there yeah, was some more footage uh, at Gamescom. There was some more footage, yeah. And like I said, though, it's it's like a lot of the stuff we've actually already seen, just like way more because they re- they obviously now redid it in the new Unreal Engine. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it just looks a lot more polished and like tightened up. You know what I mean? But so, so far, not any new experiences, which leads me to believe that the game's going to be amazing when it comes out. But I can tell it's going to be short. You know, mm-hmm. I can already tell. But I'm I don't care. I I think I'm going to have a great. T- it looks fun. That's all that really matters. You know? Yeah. I was disappointed with um. What was the last Dark Souls game that hit um, Game Pass? What was it? I forget. Wo Wo Long. I was a bit disappointed by Wo Long. Mm-hmm. Wo Long. I didn't yeah, play didn't... it. Yeah, it was. Eh, it, it didn't. I don't. I don't know. Like it just didn't really hit for me in terms of like a Souls-like game. Like it just didn't hit for me. Like 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 it was kind of going more for like a Sekiro vibe in my opinion. But yeah. Yeah. Um. All or, right. Uh, all right. Any, well, anything else? No, I'm, sure there like, I'm sure there is. I'm sure there is. Probably. I got I got like eight minutes of electricity left though. So yeah. all right, cool. May as well say my goodbyes now. Yeah. All right, guys. So uh thanks for watching listening. Yes, hopefully we'll be back uh, sooner <laughs> sooner than later. Um well, you can we make do sure... apologize for the wait, yeah. by the way. You can subscribe to this YouTube channel, youtube.com slash revog. You can follow me on Twitter, uh at uh, thinkhero or on Instagram, Dennis.tzng. And where can people find you, Josh? You guys can find me on Twitch at It's Thespis, or lowercase. There should be a link in the description below. And once I hit 100 followers, I will start streaming actively again. And you guys can find me in the Revog Discord channel. I'm always yeah. down to talk about video games, movies, TV shows. Maybe you guys can tell me what you think about Ahsoka. See what your vibes are on that. You know, I know Dennis has been enjoying it. Yeah, I like it. I enjoy mm-hmm. it. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'm sure we can talk about Starfield in, in, on the Discord channel. Oh, well. that's that's gonna happen for sure. Yeah, I know we were there was a bit of Boulder Bowlers Gate three talk on the Discord server too, but back too. So that's nice. Yeah. Cool. All right. All right. Until next time. See you guys later.
Later.